Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, there Feel it that is. rock and roll. Hey, hey, After Buzzers, and welcome to the first after show for HBO's Vinyl. That's right, season one, episode one. We're going to dive into it in just a minute. It was such an intense, jam-packed episode. Mm. Two hours worth? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nuts. I'm Lauren Salon. You can find me all over Twitter and social media at Lauren Salon. And I'm joined by an awesome panel. Let's introduce yourselves, guys. You guys can find me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Clearly, my name's Steve Kaufman. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Layla Sadney. What's up, guys? Jeff Graham here. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. All right. Mixing it up. Was yeah, Insta, lots of Graham. Was Insta Jeff Graham unavailable? Well, I didn't realize until after I made the Instagram, I was like, gosh, the there were so many puns at my so disposal. Literally. Somehow. <laughs> so hashtag time, hashtag Insta Jeff Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just starting it. right now. Right. Yeah, starting right start now. It, start it, start it. All right, so before we dive into the episode, I want to make sure all y'all out there are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV, and you can also catch all of our weekly after shows, including this one, on iTunes and SoundCloud, where you can also leave us wonderful reviews, so go do that, too. Okay, guys. Initial impressions. We had literally two hours Ooh, yeah. of a oh pilot episode. A whole movie. That's a long, yeah. It that was, was a long movie. It was a movie. movie. It was a movie. Yeah. So what did you guys, how'd you guys feel? I, I... Enjoyed it. It was. Inc- I thought it was incredible. There was certain, you know, it was. It was just, just. There was so much about it that was so real. The way it was shot, the music. It's just. I'm so excited for this season. Mm-hmm. Like beyond. I. I'm very excited for this season mm-hmm. and this series, but for a two hour show. Like, there was a lot where I was like, okay. That could have been cut. I All right. agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I'm very yes. excited about this season. This episode, sometimes I was enamored. Sometimes I was a little bit like, does this need to be two hours long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, a lot worked for me. Enough worked for me that I'm very excited. Mm. That's how I feel. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would agree with a lot of that. I think mm. they could have tightened it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking two hours with no commercials. Right. That's yes. a long bit of, of TV. But I thought visually it was incredible. I mean, Scorsese directed yeah. it. Yes. So, and Mick, Jag- Mick Jagger, yeah. executive and producing. So we're going to have some good <clears throat> visual, good TV. Yeah. I thought the, the script and dialogue, I thought everything was really great. Not to mention all the awesome yeah. the music. Acting and the right. acting. And the acting. But yeah, it's, the those kind of, it's those kind of people that get you a two-hour pilot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hands off. Yeah. And so you winter. take your good with your bad. Where you're yeah. just like, you know what? Okay, Marty. Yeah. Exactly. Also, and this is also the dream team from Boardwalk Empire. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Wolf so, of Wall Street. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So let's talk about it. We've got it was created by Mick Jagger, Martin Scorsese, and Rich Cohen and Terrence 
winter. So mm-hmm. Mick apparently went to Marty back like 20 years yeah. ago and mm-hmm. was like, oh, let's collaborate mm-hmm. on a movie about rock and roll, you know, yeah. and here we are now with a TV show about it. I mean, I guess they kind of made their movie with well, yeah. the pilot well, episode. Because well, Scorsese is a constant collaborator with the Rolling Stones making mm-hmm. all those documentary movies. Right, right. Including one that was in 3D like not too long ago. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. And it's just and Scorsese make it. Just like, oh, and then I'll shoot it like this, uh, and then it'll be great. Yeah. Well, I, I was glasses. reading like that. It was something that Scorsese wanted to do for, for 20 years, mm-hmm. and, and he grew up in New York City during the 1970s, so was, they were saying like he was so particular with everything in, on the show. Cool. Um, so. Yeah, definitely a lot of authenticity in the pilot, which I'm excited to get into, well, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, and so then... Of course, we've got our other guys. So Rich Cohen, who's a writer at Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. and then Terrence Winter, who created Boardwalk Empire. So we've got like some great talent behind mm-hmm. this yeah. show for sure, yeah. and super fun having Mick Jagger be a part of it. Yeah, and his son, mm. fun fact, plays um, the lead singer of of our band Nasty, Nasty Bits. Bits. He plays Kip Stevens. So I and you can that. totally see the redu- oh, yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Like on stage, just in the face, all that. He I was love great. It. Yeah. yeah. He was I, great. I like that they're bringing some new talent in you know onto the show too. Yeah. Um, him and a few other people that yeah. that are going to get a third chance too. Mm-hmm. And Break I think in. it definitely felt a lot of lot of Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't. I don't watch Boardwalk Empire, or mm. I haven't. So I, I'm assuming there's a lot of similarities there. But you know, we've got that Goodfellas Barry. stuff. I mean, Barry mm-hmm. Scorsese yeah. and the like men power right. yep. like and the grittiness, the yeah, New York City, real raw. Yeah. All that stuff. So I'm very excited <laughs> for the whole season, for sure. So let's dive into the the pilot a little bit. So it <clears throat> focuses on Richie Finestra, played by Bobby Cannavale, and he is the boss of the record label American Century, who, which is a fake label, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of real, uh-huh. you know, true mm-hmm. bands, yeah. characters, mm-hmm. all that stuff in the show. And his character is partly based on Marty Thau, who was a manager of the New York Dolls, mm-hmm. which is a real band also mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know all this, like, yeah. true <laughs> fiction right, right, going right. in there. Um, so Richie is fictional. The Dolls are not. Um, and lots of other people are not. So he's had, you know, it's we're back in the 70s. He's partying a lot, mm. a lot of cocaine. Mm. Things are getting kind of out of control. And we see him kind of at, you know, he's at a place where his label is kind of drowning. And they've brought in, you know, this German label to mm-hmm. negotiate mm-hmm. and... To buy them out. Yeah, yeah. to buy them out, because essentially. They, and they had mentioned they had been hemorrhaging money for two years. Mm-hmm. And then he, he talked about all the hustles he had been doing to not... To not look like a failure in those two years, but it's it's ran its, it's course. It's time to, right. it's time to it's time to sell out. Right? They're like, oh, you know, you've only made a profit. You've made this much profit, mm-hmm. but you haven't had any hits. Well, like, like, what's going on? I think here? there's in the scene with all the A and R reps. He's like, you know what they call us on the streets? It's like this is where artists go to die, or pretty yeah. much. And and you know, all his his A and R team, they're completely seem like unmotivated and kind of kicked down a little bit, <laughs> having a hard time finding the next big mm-hmm. act. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, and they seem a little driveless too. Yeah. That, that. Except it, that girl. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. But Jamie. Yeah. 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 Well, because mm-hmm. Jamie, because Jamie's not part of the. She's not. She's, not, she she's wants an assistant. To be. She's the sandwich girl. Like she's trying right. to step mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Whereas yeah. everybody else is complacent. I love her. Complacent and kind of, and kind of <laughs> yeah. demoralized because they know they know that for two years the company hasn't been making any money. Right. Yeah. So they're just ha- they're just hanging out and just keeping their job. Yeah. I think we've all been there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
I almost got a little Entourage vibe in a weird way, mm-hmm. like throwback Entourage, um, okay. just because of the whole like agency feel, executives. Mm-hmm. I don't think that um, our lead is much like Ari Gold, but there are definitely some parallels. I think in season five of Entourage, there's that big downfall. So I could, mm-hmm. I got that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see yeah. like him and Ari, like that's their life, that's everything, that's, that's right. who they are. Mm-hmm. So and there's also the parallel of like his personal life is the only thing that's sustaining him because you know Ari really loved his wife mm-hmm. in the same way Richie really loves yeah. Olivia Wilde's character too. Yeah, Devin she, was that her name? Yeah, yes. yeah. So I'll be excited to get into that, but yeah, yeah. I thought she I, that that was great casting having her because she yeah. looks she's beautiful, mm-hmm. but she looks like straight up out of the 1970s, mm-hmm. just, exactly. just yep. every day. Yeah. yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily have put them together, but I think mm-hmm. they do really well mm-hmm. together, and I think yeah, that chemistry. Ca- chemistry, say the chemistry of the scene when well, not to go too far into it, but when he kind of relapses, mm-hmm. starts drinking again. That scene with the two of them, yeah. I'm like I'm like they're perfect together. It's a great yeah. scene. Exactly. Yeah. So let's let's dive into it then. We, you know, we've got um, it opens with it. I like how they bookended it mm-hmm. with the concert. You know, mm-hmm. we've got mm-hmm. we, we, we've got <laughs> oh, wow. Richie coming off of a very traumatic event. Business is is bad. Lots of drama is happening, mm-hmm. and he is here at this. Uh, you know, well, at, outside of this concert hall. Yeah, well, he was buying drugs. Mm-hmm. He turned yeah. for drugs. Because he, he relapsed because he just yeah. watched somebody die yeah. and then yeah. bury he, them. Uh, yeah, or not even bury them, just somebody. throw them in. Yeah. He'll kill somebody and then throw them in the woods. Yeah. So And like that's so hard that like the MacGuffin of the whole show moving forward, yeah. which was this deal, like are we going to get this deal, was nothing to him. See, like, I love how it opened because you see him with the card of the detective yeah. and you see him obviously relapsing, tearing a mirror off his car. Um and in him like doing the drugs with the card, cutting up the cocaine. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like something. And you're just like, what happened? Something happened. Did somebody die yeah. in his family? That's the first thing I thought, you know, or, or mm. what exactly happened? And then you it unfolds. I was yeah. still along for the ride because it was cool. <laughs> yeah, because it was cool to start with the complete break. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And then immediately cut to him in that room, and it's kind of a false flag. You think the whole problem's going to be, oh man, this deal doesn't go good, and that's right. why he relapses. It's like. Oh man! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody dies. <laughs> right. Oh man! Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we hear murder. him yeah. saying, you know, it's homicide and stuff. Mm. So you, you're like, oh, gra- uh, I bet you know, Scorsese. Mm. Like, this is dark. Oh, this is absolutely. about the yeah. music industry. It's, he just did some. He put right. somebody, yeah. you know, yeah. took Although, care of somebody. Speaking of spo- speaking of podcasts, which we're on, and spoilers, <laughs> the, the Nerdist podcast spoiled that whole thing. Did they? Because they, it was about last week. They were just talking about they had a fun, like there was this funny anecdote. That Scorsese, Scorsese was directing the scene with Andrew Dice Clay, where he was gonna die, and like his lines right before that scene, Andrew Dice Clay kept improvising a line about a twin brother. Uh, what? Oh, about a twin oh, brother? Okay. And like, yeah. because he, he wanted, wanted to, to get hired, uh, or he wanted to get I, hired back on the show. I, I, I hope he gets back on the show. Me somehow, too. He, he was incredible. That's I so know. funny. I, it was such a bummer that he. Yeah. I got like, killed off so quickly. I, I was like, I was like, I think I found my new favorite TV character. Like, I know. right? Man, that was a hell of a scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that yeah. a little bit then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got Andrew Dice Clay. He's a major radio personality, mm-hmm. and he's not. He said he's not going to play. You know, their yeah. their artists. Well, yeah, back then, like that made or break, made or broke an artist. No, oh, yeah, Spotify. the radios like yeah. still everything. Yeah. Well, because but back then, back then you couldn't get it another yeah, way. Back, exactly. Back then, that radio DJ had that kind of. He power. did right. exactly. Nowadays, all the it's all controlled. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's all top down from three companies. Yes. Yeah, Sorry, so we've it. got so yeah. they. You know, he calls him out to his house in the middle of the night and stuff, and he 
So he goes out there. Richie goes out there and leaves his birthday high party. out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. leaving his birthday party. And the guys we think they're kind of. I mean, I thought at that scene they're kind of going to make up and like things are going to mm-hmm. be okay, you know, because there was some friction before they mm-hmm. get into quite a scuffle. Still, while they're fighting, I thought. Oh no, they're just like wrestling, and yeah. after yeah. after right. this little makeup, they're that. just like it's dudes, you right. know, whatever. He's high, yeah. yeah, you know, guns are flying, the shooting thing. the TV, yeah, all this uh. stuff, and then. <laughs> Oh no! Then he the gets, vase comes out. Yeah, the vase <laughs> oh, comes. Well, no, like well, uh, the first, first the thing award. is an yeah. award. Oh, that was awesome. I Knocks forgot. An award and beats him up enough that it's like, yeah. oh, he's dead there. He so everywhere. I love the, but that was that was pure Hitchcock, where like they start dealing with the scene. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh no, Dice Clay is back. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. We see, he's still gonna yeah. fight. <laughs> well, and then I'm like, oh good, now they don't have to yeah. deal with the murder. I know. They finish it off with the vase, and I love how Richie the whole time is like. What are you talking about? We like I, said, I didn't do anything. I about, get involved in yeah, yeah, I'm not the one who killed him, and he's wanting to call the cops. And well, all this I think stuff. he was not Richie. Um, I think like, I don't know his oh, name. What, I'm sorry. What was uh, his? Wife beater. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think yeah. he, he's wearing the wife anyway, beater. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can't speak to what he does to wives. I, I obviously he was. I could tell that he wanted him dead for before. Oh and yeah. And it was right. kind of like set up. He almost wanted to like be around him, get him so high out of his mind, and then kind of have a little like accomplice with Richie. I mean, it didn't seem like much of a plan. No, because right. if you were planning, it would have been a better plan. There it might have been a like, seed, but it, but it yeah. looks like there was a seed of yeah. dead, I think. maybe things can get out of hand here and he'll die. Mm-hmm. I it's interesting. I almost have trouble with this as a plot point. I feel like I was like really along for the ride, like a oh, cool music scene, bad business, drugs, mm-hmm. murder. Like it almost just felt like it pushed so far. Yeah, but I was like, this is what we're dealing with. It. I just felt like it was a little unfocused. Almost. But I yeah. but I like it because it's a murder. Yeah, he's not a f- like he's not moonlighting as a murderer. Yeah, because that would get unrealistic. It's like an accidental murder. Yeah, like he this entire season he's going to deal with like a murder. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might take him down. That realistically, the only thing he's guilty of is not calling the police. Right. They clearly acted in self defense. Yeah. His gun is there that had already been fired in the building. Yeah. The real reason they didn't call the police because there was probably a mountain of coke in a, in a closet. Yeah. Well, and, and nobody and nobody needed to get nobody needed to get caught up in that right, right. then and there. I just hope it doesn't pull too much from, like, the music. I don't think it will. I don't will. think yeah. it will. Yeah. I think the I focus think of the so. show is yeah. the music. Yeah, I'm sure. And, like, that's gonna, like, that going through that is gonna, like, be a good plot, but it's also gonna, like, probably save him and, like, yeah. make him, yeah. like... But it's an impending thing. Right. It's an impending thing that ultimately might not amount to very much. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Yeah, but I, I agree with you, Jeff, on that, that I think they threw just about everything at I us know. this episode. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Sex, <laughs> drugs, rock and roll, <laughs> murder, <laughs> racism, like, yeah. you know. Every collaboration topic ever. Potential terrorism with the building <laughs> collapsing at yeah, the end. Right? Yeah. yeah, seriously. There's so, so much Nowadays happened. we think terrorism I know, back I'm then not. Kidding, <laughs> it was a lot. This was a lot. <laughs> I mean, that was just poor building inspection. Yeah. It's just, you know, low... Like in, oh, infrastructure right. on a city level. Yeah, that's not and a very was, interesting show. Yeah, yeah, he was so high. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the whole like main part of them shooting that scene was like, okay, he's discovering like the next big artist that's gonna like save his label. I know. And I mean, well, that could still. Well, well we no, that's I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and right. that experience, yeah. like you know, he didn't die because he, yeah. he has to <laughs> stick with this band and he's gonna make them the Stones. Basically, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Out of the ashes, you rise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Literally. Actually, because we are seeing him, 
you know, he is at this point where he's like everything is kind of failing mm-hmm. and he does need to turn things around. And, you know, we've got them on the verge of signing Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. back then, that's like a major, that's a major oh, deal, huge. obviously. Yeah, I mean, Led huge. Zeppelin, they're like, Legends. you know, in my top three bands of all time. So, you know, and, and, and having that fall through. And I mean, I was reading some interviews and stuff and with their manager, it, it sounds like that situation backstage, mm. you know, with the, the manager. The manager was, yeah. he was, was really pretty like, accurate. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he yeah. was very much like that. Mm-hmm. If you re- know any, like reading articles or any history, he would, that's how his manager was. Yeah. Very hot headed. He pissed Brit. a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so they are potentially, you know, with not signing Led Zeppelin, which is one of the big kind of bargaining chips for, the German deal, mm-hmm. you know, they're even more screwed. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of had a, I, honestly, I had a problem a little bit with the casting of Robert Plant. Like, I, I was a little but like, mm. to be fair, could anyone other than Robert Plant, a, I mean, like a time machined Robert yeah. Plant, could anyone actually fulfill that? Maybe like a little bit better. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I think, That's, but I, just personal. But I think they also made a good. Yeah, they did a I good mean, job of like showing you exactly showing you like him from far away on stage. When he was on stage, I like I like that. I, I like that too. But it was that was all more about Richie experiencing something at a concert again because mm-hmm. he probably hadn't been backstage or at a concert in a long time. Mm-hmm. You see him get emotional. He's yeah, like, tearing up. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. twice. That was very moving. That was Richie's character. I'm growing to like. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'm there yet, but. His connection and like emotional response to music was one thing that really drew me into his character, mm-hmm. and how well acted were both of those. Oh gosh, so mm. great! And yeah. Just his backstory of like the how much like how much he loves music and mm-hmm. how he came to be in that position of having his record label. Right, um, it's, for it's sure, pretty incredible. Does, but, anybody, does anybody else think we're gonna get dueling timelines the entire season? I, I think so. Not. I kind of think we will. Though. Flashbacks. A lot. I well, because I think like we're, we will. I kind of feel like we will. Unless I mean. It's hard to tell with this episode because mm. it's there's going to be one hour. You know, yeah, it was right. so long, so who knows? But I think we probably will get those mm. kind of flashbacks. That's what I want. Like, I kind yeah. of I think it's cool. Yeah, I like. Can it. we talk about the flashback narrative? The um, what's his name? L- Lester Grimes. Yeah, little, yeah. Little, little Jimmy, Jimmy Little. Little, little, Jimmy, oh, little. Jimmy Little. Little Jimmy Little. Yeah. A, a, a double positive. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so he's tall, right? <laughs> yeah. So historically, like. Hip hop and stuff mm. is like not even a thing yet, you know. So blues are kind of, you know, that obviously blues are for sure a thing, but hip hop isn't really hasn't turned into anything. Right. And so they're starting to get that like, like soul is coming yeah. out, and so and he, he hears even, this. Like the beginning yeah. of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He hears this and he's like, "Whoa, what's what's going on? This mm-hmm. is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, this this guy's got something good." And I I really liked their relationship together yeah. in those flashbacks, and it was mm. so sad. Like, it was I, sad because it's just like you see you know, Richie wanting to be his friend and he doesn't realize until he's going to get him signed that, you know, the other guy at the label's like, they're not your friends. Musicians are like mm-hmm. literally a product mm-hmm. and like to start to grasp that when you're such a music fan and music lover and that's what you want to do with your life, yeah. it, it probably just wrecked his like world in his head, mm-hmm. you know? So that was sad. Yeah, one writing choice I loved, I think, we can't say that this pilot was subtle, but one mm-hmm. one choice I love that was made was all of a sudden um, Richie starts calling Lester kid. I don't know if you guys noticed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's the moment when you can tell that their relationship has changed. Yeah. They're no longer friends. He's a manager, yeah. and he's going to screw him over. Yeah, that was a great writing choice. I thought mm-hmm. on Terrence okay, Winter's part, although he mm-hmm. intended to. He you think? He, well, no. no, he didn't intend to screw him over. Right. No. He intended to take him with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like in that scene, it was like, oh, something's going to happen. Well, because yeah. he made 
because his play was wasn't about the artist at all. Mm-hmm. That he was hoping the artist would be such small potatoes, right? That it'd be like, sure, I'm buying you out of a whole record contract. Sure, right. you can take one artist. Yeah, and then he didn't get to take that one artist, and he's like, oh. yeah, he was talking like devastated. Talked right. talked a big game that he couldn't deliver mm-hmm. on, right. you know, and yeah. it was it. Just, and he felt like he so let, let down his yeah. you know, artist friend. I think he still thinks of him as a friend. Right, yeah. right. And that that scene where he gets you know gets beat oh. up. Mm. Oh, oh man, gosh, yeah. that was awful. I was, like, was that necessary? <sighs> you know, Back I mean, then, like, <laughs> yeah. Back then, it probably what like. You know yeah. the racism and stuff. Going it was powerful, on. and yeah. it wasn't true. It was powerful. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I'm sure that happened in but the history like, of music. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. it happened a lot. But it's like he wasn't. He couldn't leave the label. They weren't allowing him to leave the label. He's right. pretty much like theirs mm-hmm. to go and have to like beat him like that. I'm like, he can't do anything anyway. Right. 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 It's just well, like a power play for well, sure. Yeah, it's like you, it we own you pretty much. Looks like they ultimately killed their cash cow anyway. Right. Because right. it looks like they wrecked his tricky and he can't sing. Yeah. So, Ugh. man, that was quite a scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we th- do we think that that was because when I was watching it, obviously you see that happen. You go, oh crap! Like he, there we go. He's yeah. now he's worthless and he can't sing. Like, and you feel so much worse for him seeing that. Do we think that they in the fight consciously and intentionally did no. that? No, no, because no. okay. they were gonna let him be after they beat him. Then he and went then and he, attacked yeah, him he and antagonized then. more. So I was like, gosh, do we do we feel like that was an intentional thing? Like, oh, you want to get. You want to get feisty with us? All right, here we yeah, go. We're right. ending you. Although that's because that's, that would screw them, yeah. so it wouldn't be. That, that wasn't intentional. They yeah. were just trying to restrain him, right? I Although think back then they hired the labels hired a lot of like thugs that would yeah. do things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was. I think it's also interesting. I see this happen all the time, both in real life and in the scenes portraying it. Mm-hmm. When people are aggressive with another person, and then they get mad when that person respond, like yeah, they got mad. Like, how dare you swing yeah. back? Yeah, well, what do you like, think is gonna happen? What, you showed up self defense. One three, of three. Of, yeah, yeah, three of you ganged up on me. Did you expect me to just immediately submit? Yeah, I hope we're not done with Lester though, because no, we're not. I don't think so. We yeah. saw no. him in the. He's a. He's a regular. He's billed as a. Well, no, we see him in the in the next week previous. Oh, and, I didn't watch that. And in like that IMDb, like he's a main, he's a yeah. you know main character. Mm-hmm. Great voice. The mm-hmm. one scene we got to see him mm-hmm. sing, really good act. Is he from? Is he kind of a newcomer or so, Ato Esendo? Uh, yeah. is his name. I I haven't. Yeah, I haven't really seen him. That might have been my favorite performance from the pilot, honestly. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Mine too. Yeah. And we actually hear him speak in the the next week one, and Good. he's got a very raspy, oh, like man. can't speak voice. Cool. Because of what happened. And Interesting. Like, yeah, and we like, heard him, and we heard present day him speak once. Yeah. I like the girl that they showed the clips of her singing, but we don't know who she is yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if we ever will, like yeah. she might have just literally been in, um, like an artistic kind yeah. of an like, interstitial. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, I was just gonna say that exact same <laughs> word. Words. Here we go. Words. Words. Big words. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love, I love that, and I really want to see that relationship kind of. You know things heal, repair. Mm, there. Yeah, because I liked that character, and I was just mm-hmm. oh, that was that That's was probably one of the hardest parts for me to watch um, for in the pilot. So let's okay. So we talked about Lester Grimes. Let's talk a little bit about um, Richie's par- business partners and stuff. Ray Romano, yeah, yeah. 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 Ray Romano. I love it. I'm beyond excited that Ray Romano is on the series, too. and um, we get to see him on a like. HBO show yeah. where he can be like however he wants. Yeah. I'm excited Thank when you. they give guys like that a chance yeah. to just yeah. actually to like act. Yeah, you know, I saw because he can do it. I, yeah, I saw him do an interview like over the weekend on uh, he's on Jimmy Kimmel talking mm. about the show and he was h- hilarious and he was just talking about how excited he.
he was and just how different it is that anything he's ever done, he like that he gets to shoot sex scenes and he's like, no, these are HBO sex scenes. These are, like, <laughs> these are sitcom sex scenes. So it's yeah. something totally new for him, but he's gonna, I think he's gonna do an awesome job. Yeah. yeah I, and I love, I mean, just talking about them too, like Zach, Ray Romano's character, and Skip. They the hair. I oh, love no. the hair. Yeah. And he's like talking about the mustache. Yeah. He's like that damn mustache. I hate it so much. I think much. that was the only era mustaches were acceptable. Yeah. yeah. I know. Like you can't do mustaches anymore. I think mustaches now, like the People hipster mu- mustache yeah. for really? sure. Yeah. I don't it exists. It's not yeah. Yeah. Like, like, acceptable. I don't. Same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, some people think it's really cool. It's true. Some people. I can show you pictures of me (laughs) and a mustache, and you'd be like, nope, stick with the beard, Steve. Well, I mean, but um, a mustache, a beard is just more of a mustache, right? It's an extension. (laughs) It's a mustache extension. A bigger mustache. (laughs) While we're talking mustaches and hair, though, production design and costume in general. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Like, every... I'm sure this will get nominated for, like, production design awards yeah, and costuming. I was thinking that the same thing when I was watching it. It's yeah, so there's real. no false note. Every detail, like, even, like, when they drove by the Deep Throat Marquee, mm-hmm. there's so much attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Layla, you were saying that Martin Scorsese's really adamant about yeah. the details. The details. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's a time where he's, like, I lived in New York City in right. 1973 as opposed to, like, you know, Boardwalk Empire 1920s. Like, I have a very specific opinion on how mm-hmm. things are supposed to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that it's going to be incredible. Yeah, I think and with so. him, like, I mean, any of his films, too, you know, yeah. you see yeah. that, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect any any less. Speaking of details, did anyone catch uh, when Devin, so Olivia, was on the phone, it was in the very beginning with um, with Richie, and she says, well, you can't always get what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. To him, yeah. Yeah. Catch yeah. I was like, oh, hey. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That went right over my head. Yeah. 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 I feel like a few of those little, little moments happened, uh, which were fun to see, those kind of, like, one-liners that you know, they're like, oh, let's yeah. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I know? think for, I mean, obviously, like Mick Jagger, so legendary, but like for him to get involved in anything, like, it, it did have that opportunity to kind of cross inject like music and his history and past. It's going to mm-hmm. be pr- something, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we're seeing from, I mean, in any show that dives into, you know, an era like this and looks at it so closely, you're going to have people consulting on it who know, you this know, were there right. and yeah. know yeah. about it, but have like Mick Jagger, like, come on, he's yeah. a legend. Like, yeah. not only, Seriously? I mean, <laughs> one of the best and like, Longest rock bands in history. You know, Stones. they're still going. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like how's still rolling. They're still alive. Yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> um, so I did like. So speaking of um, Richie and his guys and stuff. So when they're on the jet. You know, all of them. And they're so ridiculous. They're talking about Mile High Club. They've got all these girls around. I did like that Richie wasn't really participating Mm -hmm. in those things. Yeah, he's sober. Well, he's sober, but also, like, with the girls' stuff, too. You know, because he's got that... He has to kind of keep up this image, but he doesn't want to... You know, he loves his wife. Yeah. It's very Scorsese. Like, it's... That narrative is almost identical to the um, Wolf of Wall Street narrative. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think we see that a lot where, like, the only thing that this broken protagonist has is his personal life. And, like, how far can he push until that breaks, too? Yeah, true. Kind Although, of thing. it seems like... I want to see... I want to see what led to led to him and his him and his wife agreeing that they have to go clean. Right. That like oh, I think we need to get that fla- we're going to get that flashback where he probably partied yeah. for like years. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And then some well, there was some key yeah. events. And they have kids. They had kids. I think that was a big right. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's probably more to it obviously, but they were probably just like almost to a point in enabling each other at mm-hmm. some point. Mm. Um, and then they realize, like, look, we're going to die if we don't. Right. And mm. that closing scene, you know, toward the end where he's, like, uh, you know, with his brand new birthday present guitar that's, like, so 
incredible and he's just like trashed and stuff and she comes in the room you know at first I was like oh my gosh she's like she's talking him off the ledge you know like calming him down I'm like oh no she is not (laughs) she is pissed you know I mean she'd be pissed anyway but I thought it was more of a nurturing thing and then it flipped for sure so I like that in her character a yeah. lot. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope we see a little more layers from Devin because I feel like right now she's kind of like Scorsese girl character a yeah. little bit. But I'm sure we will because I really like Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Right. And um, we know she's great you know, a former model in the in the show mm-hmm. and so I'm sure she had a pretty, you know, I do have a question about too. her character. Ingrid? Yeah. You guys know her? She showed up the blonde woman? Yeah. Oh, Does yeah. she have significance yet? Was I supposed to know? No. I wasn't sure. I she's... Okay. Well, what we do know is that she's an A&R assistant. Yeah. And she's trying to become an A&R rep. Okay. And that she's... Wait, you're so, sorry. No, sorry. Not, oh, sorry. No. Not Jamie. Sorry. Um, there's just yeah, one at the party. Scene. Oh, at the birthday at the party. party. Sorry. I sense like a girl rivalry. I feel like she used to date um, Richie or hook okay. up with him or something. I thought maybe that was the case too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, she, I mean, IMDb has her in 10 episodes. So I know. She'll be there mm. the whole time. So, yeah. yeah, there was some weirdness, but I don't know either okay. what was I wasn't sure if I missed something. Or happening. Or... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll I don't think, I don't think lot, we know yet. <laughs> there's a lot set up in this episode. For yes. sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so Because looking at, yeah. so looking much, at like, the whole Lord. forward thing, I've never in my life watched a two-hour episode of TV that ended with a building collapsing on the main character. <laughs> and he gets up. <laughs> and then watching the, the preview for the next week and going, Man, they left so much out of this episode. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, so much is going to happen. Um, you did mention Jamie. I don't know if we want to talk about her. Oh, or, yeah. 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 I was going to just dive into her next. Her. Yes. Love her. I love her, too. I loved her, too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think general consensus. You yeah, see we all love everyone. her. Yeah. We all and love she's, her. She's pretty new. To, I mean, yeah. I haven't really seen her. Yeah, pretty fresh face yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. Juno Temple. I love her character. I was watching it and I was like, she's a hustler. Yes. Yeah. You know, and at a time where like females still weren't looked at as like being like main A and R reps and things like right. that. I um, mean, so she's like calling her sandwich girl. Yeah, yeah I know. exactly. That's what, I mean, that's very real and true. Yeah. Although nowadays, Sandwich Girl pays sixty grand a year. That's <laughs> yeah. an expensive yeah. job. That's an important yeah. job. But so she's also she's more than a Sandwich Girl. She's also <laughs> Drugs Girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's a runner. Yeah. Which apparently, apparently, every office in the seventies had had a position like that, where it was just a low level assistant who was responsible for getting all the drugs. Yeah. Wow, that drawer. getting and keeping and all, getting and keeping all those drugs. That desk yeah, drawer and what she put into that desk drawer. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, I know. Oh. I was thinking by today's standards, where I was just like, nope, I. I don't. I wouldn't take any of that now. I know. <laughs> like that was all recreational used drugs. Like very commonly nowadays, these are just vilified. Like never again. <laughs> right. Never once. Right. Yeah. And you see coworkers coming up to her and be like, "Oh, we got a long session with so." Yeah, like, she's like, "Oh, here, here what you do you want? Want? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you want?" For sure, <laughs> yeah. you need some of this. But I did love. I loved her character so much. Yeah. I mean, she's got this innocence to her, but she's like so hungry and wants to prove herself yeah. and make a name for herself, and she's hustling you know yeah. and yeah. and with her i think it's her aunt or a family friend mm-hmm. that she's staying with mm-hmm. out there you know she's like okay your mom called you need to like mm-hmm. check in you've been out here kind of a while you can't really stand on your own two feet right. yet you know she's like oh just give me like a couple more months i got this we're getting like i'm on the verge of 
this new band. Yeah. They're going to mm. be super hot. Like she's definitely like motivated and like it's so you're, you're right. Like the when I first saw her come on, I was like, who's this? She looks like this innocent little high school girl. Of course, how perfect to have her be like their drug runner. No one would ever suspect her. Right. And right. then you start to see the different levels, like kind of like unveil in her that she is. You know that she would like pretty much steal a tape from somebody's inbox. Yeah. Although to be fair, it would have never wound up in the inbox. Right. <laughs> but she would steal a tape from the, from reception mm-hmm. and yeah. then just pass it off as like, no, no, I've been. I found this. I found a band. Yeah. My favorite scene was the conference room where Richie comes back and furiously calls out all of those mm-hmm. employees, mm-hmm. and then she kind of timidly is like, "I've got a band," mm-hmm. and he so vindicates her and like, yeah, because he sees it. He sees like the hungry. Probably sees yeah. himself in her. Yeah. That's what I thought because she likes that they. She likes their music. It's mm-hmm. not like everybody else in that room is all a, like, or they're for lack of a better word, their suits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're all yep. yeah. they're all record people. Yeah. Right. She likes the music. And right around seventy three was when record people ran music and this show is showing us a time when it was cool to just make music again yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just literally sex drugs and rock and roll and who cares if it makes a lot of money yeah right and i mean we're seeing richie's like in this place too where he's feeling kind of jaded about everything and mm-hmm. he's not really passionate about it as much anyway and like sees her being, being so passionate and so hungry for it yeah. and bringing this band kind of to the table mm. that's going to help like wake that up and then also again. like also like the scene when he bef- when he starts to go into his relapse when he's in his living room he's playing with tape mm-hmm. of the nasty bits yeah. The yeah. and um yeah, you just you can see that whole. I, yeah. I love when she's talking to what Kip, the lead singer, oh, and she's, she's so like, love. She's like <laughs> you, yeah. But she's like, you guys suck. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I know love that you suck so hard, and you need, we need to figure this out. But that's not a bad thing. Like yeah. at least people are having a reaction to yep. you. There's so many women though that are behind like men that have become huge like rock stars that were oh, like yeah. that. You mm-hmm. know, like Sharon Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne. That like if without them, they would be nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, I think, their little relationship. Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool to see that one. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm definitely. And she's like, I don't do this normally. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm definitely like, most it's excited. Just business. Sure, it's just, it's just for business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm most excited about that plot for yeah. sure. I can't wait to see where she and the nasty bits go. I hope that becomes more of a focus than it did in the pilot. Nasty bits. She I know. and her nasty bits go. I know. <laughs> nasty yeah. bits. First yeah. of all, we need to change your name now. I know. Right. I know. I wonder if they'll. I wonder if it'll be something I like. No, I think it would. They would keep it the nasty. Yeah, yeah. I like, it sounds I like, like a fine name, and then yeah. for what they're going for. Yeah, because yeah, there is, I mean, we are also seeing kind of the emergence of punk, too. You know, mm. so we've got more hip hop kind of com- flavor coming in and punk, stuff like but that. But I feel like so. almost like I got the whole like Sid Vicious thing vibe yeah. from him. Yes. Like, yes. I, was, I was like, is that who he's supposed to be? Because I or? think he's also, you know, obviously. Like, you know, Jagger, but also, yeah, it's in this article that I read that he is also slightly based off of Richard Hell. Mm. Um, so Richard Hell and the Boydoids, mm. who was very like, you know, um, kind of that, yeah, like yeah. darker, like rock, mm-hmm. yeah, Sid Viciousy. Yeah. So, so I, w- I would say definitely, you know, mm-hmm. feeling that too. But yeah, I love their dynamic. I'm excited to see where her character goes in terms of, you know maturing and getting more power especially as a woman and we see this with so many Scorsese things that you know it's all about like men the back men in the day and they rule yeah and and the women aren't necessarily bad characters like but side, they are very characters. they tend to be kind of one-sided yep. so I'm hoping we see a much more dynamic female role from her and I think I we think we are. will because it's kind of starting to lead up to that yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we are for sure yeah Definitely. Definitely. So I have... Are there any other big big points we wanted to touch on? Because I've got some, like, music... An article that touch, that goes through, like, all the music that we saw in 
this episode, which was a ton. Yeah, and that's yeah, obviously a huge part yeah. of mm-hmm. it's a huge part of this show. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a character and it's like it is the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like on their Twitter page, Vinyl's Twitter page, they're tweeting like every single song. You just heard this artist, you just heard this artist throughout the whole show. So that's gonna be mm-hmm. yeah, a big promotion. So I mean Vinyl has apparently has access to music from Atlantic Records and Warner Brothers, which <laughs> hello, you know, <laughs> that's giving you a lot. And when you've got like the people they've got behind them, like they're getting some good deals with music because from a production standpoint, putting big songs into TV shows mm. and movies is incredibly expensive. It's like Led Zeppelin, expensive. to get a Led Zeppelin song into a movie or something, outrageously yeah. expensive. The royalties so, are crazy. Yeah, so you're paying like whoever songs are getting into things. You know, they're getting some good money. I think which the is, artists want their songs on that show, obviously. Oh too. yeah, <laughs> which is also why we'll tend to hear some kind of recreations of songs that will be cheaper for mm-hmm. from a production standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're also lacking for money in it this show of, either. No. There's a fascinating <laughs> element of like one of the dynamics of the show is like how can record executives make the most money from using artists and like at the exact same time this show is taking so many steps to like recreate songs so royalties don't have to get paid as much to the artists on the show because I mean but I mean come on like it's, it's like yeah. Robert Plant like yeah. are, are we going to pay him a million dollars for 30 seconds no. of a song it's just but funny it's, to think about that it's dynamic still, but it, it's still even if they are recreating the music it's still introducing a wholly different audience to that those artists that mm-hmm. maybe they'll be like oh I want to see who this role, like Led Zeppelin per- like, you mm-hmm. know yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. gosh that like breaks my heart that yeah, like that's, who's no. this Robert Plant yeah. man yeah. No, like, we, like, there are people like if there's younger kids I, hope kid, I don't know kids probably shouldn't watch the show too much yeah. but oh, it, it's exposing or bringing their music back younger people younger than us yeah we're like 16 to 20 right now. Yeah, there's a fair, there's a fair chance that that. Would be I mean, I grew up on Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I mean, uh, me too. But like, but I yes. admittedly don't know a ton about classic rock, so yeah. I'm excited to be like the panelist. Here we go. Here yeah. yeah. we go. Kind of introduction, and I'm really excited because the recreations do sound great, and uh-huh. the show obviously like is paying homage and bowing down to the throne of rock and roll, which yeah. is good. So yeah. I, I I will learn a lot <laughs> as a student of vinyl. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll we will educate you. Good. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> I don't need no education. Together. <laughs> so the theme of the whole show is Sturgill Simpson's Sugar Daddy, which we played in the beginning, which was created for the show. Um, and then we've also got some, I mean, we've got mm. Stranded in the Jungle is the first song we hear when um, he's in the car thinking about calling the detective about mm-hmm. the murder. Um, written by Ernestine Smith, James Johnson, um, and Jayhawks orig- originally recorded it, but we hear a different version by David Johansson, likely due to either tone and kind of yeah. what they wanted it yeah. to All the reasons, feel like, like, but, you know, could also be cost and, and whether or not they can get the rights mm-hmm. to it. Um, we hear some Chicago mm-hmm. on the radio when um, Zach is, mm-hmm. you know, is is... What, what passing off the Bolivian dancing dust is what this article <laughs> says, which is a really fun way to put that. it. Yeah, <laughs> genius. <laughs> um, so, and then in the river when they're you know having their financial issues, and so they have to get rid of evidence uh-huh. of things, and they're tossing albums in the river. We've got um, Edwin Hawkins singers, Donny Osmond albums. Led, we also have some Led Zeppelin songs in the pilot, which are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not by Zeppelin for that very reason. That's very difficult to get their music into things. Um, <clears throat> we've got Mama, We're All Crazy Now by Slade. Um, let's see what other yeah, ones that are. Berry songs, too. Yeah. yeah. So we've got some more Slade. The funk stuff we've got. 
Um, no. The Meters, hand clapping song. Mm. Um, I just want to celebrate James Brown, give it up or turn it loose. What else that we would really know in here? The reinvented twist. Yeah, the cha-cha oh, yeah. twist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's like the throwbacks to the Bo Diddley music because the guitar that he yeah. gets is from him. Yeah, yeah we've got so some yeah. Otis Redding in there. Um, Humble Pie, Jimmy Castor Bunch, Edgar Winter, like tons, yeah. tons so much of really killer music. Yeah. So this is going to be fun to see. Yes. You know, n- not just to see what they show on the mm-hmm. show in terms of music and songs that they perform in the concerts, but then just hearing it yeah. because it is, yeah. you know, I, I don't think a lot of shows have such a jam-packed soundtrack. Granted, it's two hours, so mm-hmm. we have to think of it more like a movie, but such a jam-packed soundtrack yeah. of, and there's all these that, little instances that, that you'd get music, like 10 seconds of song. The music, like I was saying um, a little bit earlier, like the scenes where they're at the concerts, the live music performances, I've never seen like a movie or a show recreate like an experience like you're actually there mm. better than, mm-hmm. than this yeah. did. And especially like the him walking into a 70s club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah, gosh. that whole like... <laughs> That whole, like, the, I call it the cantina bar scene. Because mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of places do it where it's, like, a character run, like, a character... Joins a crowd. Like, a character essentially sees a crazy place that acts as a primer for their whole adventure. Yeah. And, like, that's what that is. And you can't have that without somebody just getting blown while you're walking up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> say, at the risk of, like, being contrarian, I thought a couple times the music went on a little long. And I don't know if I'm allowed to think that or, like, what you guys you're thought. You're allowed to think, I think that. You yeah. can. Live I, the live music or just, like, other just music clips? More in the, the live music. Like, okay. I love in a, in a movie when the song really intentionally advances the narrative. Mm. And, like, when we watched that dancing personality crisis for, like, three minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I don't know if I need to see a whole performance. But I think for story, but mm-hmm. but I think the performance from the crowd is what set that apart. Yeah, and what right. made that and what made that important. Mm-hmm. And then similar to the other time, I felt I did feel that way, but then I had to think why. It was the other time he was having an emotional moment to yeah. what music is like. He's rediscovering music. Yeah, yeah. Right. which is like his passion. Right. I no. did think though the the scene with just the lighter taking up the whole. Yeah. Screen. I thought that was weird. That was interesting. I liked it, actually. I think it could have been quicker. If we were going to do it, could have been quicker. I also didn't feel like it was I completely think, necessary yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. It was a two-hour pilot. I right? Like, like, what should we do here? Is it two yeah. hour, it Round it out and make it a, a solid two hours. <laughs> we need to get a light up. We'll light the little... Burn the screen up. I, yes. liked, I liked when Jamie was going... When she went to see the Nasty Bits. I liked that concert scene. Mm-hmm. That was great to kind of see her. And it's interesting because yeah. they're showing Jamie's reaction to uh, live music and, and then Richie's reaction to live music. Yeah. And they're, they're the similarities with the two of them. You're obviously going to start to see more of, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. Because sure. <laughs> they both love live yeah. music. And uh-huh. Then. No, definitely. So, shall we dive into some predictions? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just now, about at time. You're after Buzz TV. All right, guys. So, what do we think for next week? What are we feeling like? Um, I think season two we're going to get Andrew Dice Clay and the twin brother. Yes. In season two? <laughs> season two. Because they okay. really they've shot all of season one. But he was in the pilot and, like, because he kept. I don't want to, like, look at the IMDb and see if we. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm not Fair going enough. to. I'm not going to. Um, I don't want to spoil things for myself. But I think little Jimmy Little. I think we can tell from the preview he's coming back. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to come back and help Rich. Help Rich make the kinky bits, right? 
Nasty, nasty Boots. Why? You always say Kinky Boots. I, I think there's like a Broadway show called Kinky Boots. Yep, that's, yes. what's, so that's, that's what's happening. Then I think he's going to come back and help the Nasty Bits and give them a bit more of a blues background. Cool. Which is what because I think the Nasty Bits are a loosely Rolling Stones kind of a kind of an act. Although the Rolling Stones started in Britain ten years prior to this show. Right, right, right. But I think he's going to come in and give them a bit more of a blues influence. Interesting. Cause, yeah, because as Stones, of right now they're raw and really, really bad live. Right. So they need work. They I, need some sort of kind of polishing mm. from somebody. Mm-hmm. They've got the potential. They've got, like, the swagger, and well, they, they can get people. Jamie's going to be their manager. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I, um, I think, actually, the band, um, we don't, I didn't see their name, but the band mm. at the end of the episode when the building collapses. Yes. And the reaction uh, that led, well, what led him there was the crowd of people running over his car to see this band. I think that that is actually going to be like the Rolling Stones and that band that he finds when the building collapses, maybe like the lead singer, they didn't die or get injured mm. from it collapsing, that they're going to kind of re-help his like, career and label. He's going to start his own label. And like, okay. they might be one of the first artists on there. I don't know. Yeah, but. the nasty bits to me kind of seem more like punk, like Ramones or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of that like um, defiant, like yeah. punk kind of it's rock. Yeah. Um, I sort of wondered if now mm. that little Richard, now that Lester yeah. Grimes has a raspy voice, if that's going to be his ticket into the oh. world of blues. Oh. Like hmm. if they like yeah. inadvertently or that he's already or that he's already been doing it. Yeah, I'm that's just very smart. Or the beginning of like. Hip of, of early hip hop. Well, because that's like what him. it interesting. He was on that corner. When he's like, get out of here. With yeah. The gun. yeah, yeah. I just like the idea that what they thought would destroy him, even if it was an accident, actually creates his sound. Or oh, something. I mm. hope it goes that direction. Yeah. I love yeah, I that. Hope so. We'll see. Well, that would make sense with like getting into hip hop if you can't sing. Like if you can't, yeah, you yeah. Can't yeah. Sing, I don't know. You can, I don't you can know if I see him like really rapping. going not rapping, but maybe like route. But definitely you can play. Oh, for sure. But definitely yeah. doing like the blues thing, or maybe he goes into the production side mm. of things yeah, a bit. Artists. You know? Um, but when you were talking about the last scene with that last band, mm-hmm. I do have to say really quick, one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. Like, it just like, how did they pull that off? How did they destroy the building? The building collapsing? I, I agree with you. Like, and that, like when his like, eye opened, that shot was like incredible. Oh, mm. yeah. And yeah. then you see him like rising from that um, yeah. pile of... And, like, and you see the, just the, how it's like slow motion, like the crack going around the walls. I'm like, how does no one think this is a problem or something? Like, he saw it. I think he was just thought he was so high he was seeing things. He's like, cool, they're they're tearing the building. (laughs) Someone gave me some acid or something. I don't know. Well, no, I think think that's that's how important this experience was to him, that he saw the building crumbling around him and just didn't care. Yeah. 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 Metaphors. Yeah. And the band literally brought the building down. Yeah. Yeah. down. Yeah. down the house. Burn down the house. Yeah. I think that's there where that sa- I'm pretty sure that's where that saying comes from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> to bring the house Perfect. down. Perfect Final. visual. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I yeah, I I completely agree. I think we're set up for an incredible season. I am really hoping for a Mick Jagger cameo. Oh, and Me too. for Please. several other cameos from yeah. like real musicians, yes. you know? Yes. I think that'd be super fun. That'd be great. Some and great have them like not be like t- their typical selves. Have them be something completely off the wall that you would yeah. never mm. think. A lawyer. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? No. I would love Mick Jagger just being like a, a British judge. Yeah. <laughs> Alta, oh, we need God. Alta. He comes in as one of the German advisors. Like, What's going on here? Anyhow. All right. I think that does it for today. We have a, a solid, solid 
pilot episode yeah, of so Vinyl. Excited. I'm very excited for the rest of the season and excited to be doing this panel with yes. all y'all. So yeah. you guys out there watching, once again, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. And tweet to us and talk to us on social media. Tell us what you thought about the episode, what you think about next episodes, and all that stuff. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to talk to you about the show because obviously we like talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Lauren Salon and you can find me all over social media, especially Instagram, Snapchat at Lauren Salon and I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I cover a lot of shows here at After Buzz TV and I tweet about them regularly and I also respond to people who have questions and thoughts about those shows. Yeah, I'm Layla Sadney. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Layla Sadney. And definitely tweet us, tweet us your questions and live tweet with the episode next yeah. for sure. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Jeff Graham. Find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. The Graham Graham. Graham Graham. All right. Hashtag everybody. Insta Jeffrey Graham. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next week at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. 4 o'clock next week and every week on Mondays. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.